Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Friday, October the 2nd of 2020, day 276 of the year, and only 90 days left to go before the shit show's over with. Anyways, how are you doing? Thank you for coming in and hanging out with us here at the Safety FM studios, even if it might be virtually or, you know, streaming or however you want to take a listen to it. And, you know, we're coming to you live today, Friday. You know, it's the end of the weekend or the end of the week, maybe the beginning of the weekend. Maybe I'm already looking at the other futures of what the hell is going on next. Anyways, we're streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. As you already know, we are coming to you live on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv. And then, of course, during the different I guess stuff that is out there on however you want to stream video on, or you can be taking a listen to us on the different apps that are available, or you can be taking a listen later on to the day via podcast. So multiple options don't always have to stick around for the whole thing. You can actually go back via podcast if you do tend to miss some of this stuff. So that's how that actually goes. Anyway, so let me kind of give you the layout of the land. The way that this normally works is we talk about what's going on inside of the news, and we also have some newscasters that jump in and jump in and sometimes stay on during their whole full sequence and then we jump out today might be a slightly different just kind of letting you know ahead of time 
We'll talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of news and some inside of the world of safety. And, you know, and some maybe some other things you might have heard that's going on in the news today as well. Anyways, over the last few days, we've been starting off with what's exactly trending inside of the world of news and sometimes hashtags and so on. Well, going into the weekend, what we have been doing is exactly discussing what exactly is coming up on video on-demand services. Let's not make it any different today than what we have done it in the past. So starting off over this particular week, if you're interested in hanging out and watching some of the Netflix. You got the opportunity of doing so. Some new movies that are coming into their sequence. Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Along Came a Spider. Employee of the Month. Enemy at the Gates. Fargo. Grand Torino. The Dukes of Hazards. The Longest Yard. The 1974 version of that one. The uh, And by the way, that Dukes of Hazards is a 2005 version. If you like Jessica Simpson, you might really like that movie. The Prince and Me, Troy, and Yogi Bear. That's all coming to Netflix. Also coming out to some new movies towards HBO Max, Blow, Catwoman, The Color Purple, The Curse of Frankenstein, 1957 version, Edge of Darkness, Galaxy Quest, Gothica. Wow, two movies with Holly Berry in it already. Uh, Malcolm X, Man of Steel, Million Dollar Baby, The Mummy, The Pelican Brief, The Phantom of the Opera. 2004 version and revolutionary road if you're interested in some of the stuff coming up to disney plus you got maleficent beverly hills chihuahua yeah there you go cheaper by the dozen part two and mr holland's opus and the new to coming into hulu here we go a beautiful mind deep blue sea guess who hostel one hostel two house of a thousand corpses i guess we're kind of getting into halloween the hurt locker the Ice Age Meltdown, Kicking and Screaming, Raging Bull, Snakes on a Plane, Spaceballs, Super Bad, When a Stranger Calls. That's an interesting one. I wonder if that's the remake. And then William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet 1996 version. And then topping it off with Amazon Prime, you know, those people, the people that do the Amazon stuff, A Knight's Tale, Blood Ties, Funny Girl, Girl Interrupted, Guess Who, Quantum of Solace. Raging Bull, Spaceballs, The Da Vinci Code 2006, and The Mask of Zorro 1998. So that's a lot of movies. Man, they don't normally make those lists that long. At least we haven't seen them that long in the past. But that's the way the cookie crumbles, that's for sure. Anyways, let's get you into some feature story news. Talk about what's going on inside of the world of news. Apparently, there's been some big news story that broke today. I I think. I think I heard that. Let's hear. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. US President Donald Trump and his wife Melania have tested positive for coronavirus. The US President's confirmed their results in a tweet and says they'll now start their quarantine and recovery process. Mr Trump and the First Lady had already been self-isolating after one of his top aides contracted COVID-19. Scott Lucas from the University of Birmingham says it has an immediate effect on the election campaign. It takes him off of the campaign trail, so he cannot have these large rallies that he was counting on to raise his profile. Technically, he cannot campaign from inside the White House. Now, whether they try to break that, we'll see. He'll do two things. One is he'll use White House appearances if he's physically able to do so, answering reporters' questions, and then your big one. Two weeks from now, he's due to meet Joe Biden in the second presidential debate. Will they set it up inside a White House studio where he goes ahead Does he pull out? If he appears, does he finally wear a mask and actually acknowledge the threat of the virus? 
In other news, EU leaders have agreed to impose sanctions on 40 Belarusian officials 55 days since protests in the country began in the wake of August's disputed election. Belarus has announced retaliatory sanctions on the EU in response to the measures. Lucy Hoff reports from our bureau in Brussels. The agreement came in the early hours of the morning after hours of fraught discussion. In order to reach a deal on Belarus, EU leaders had to resolve the issue of Turkey and how to respond to its activities in the eastern Mediterranean. Finding a text that all EU27 could agree on was a challenging task. Sanctions imposed by the EU will target 40 Belarusian officials deemed responsible for the crackdown in the country, but not President Alexander Lukashenko himself. Stakes were high on finding agreement. The sanctions have been delayed by weeks because of failure to reach a unanimous vote due to objections from Cyprus. Lucy Hoff, Brussels. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is encouraging other world leaders to do more to protect women's rights. She's used a speech to the United Nations to say faster progress needs to be made, as Trent Murray reports from our bureau in Berlin. The world still has a long way to go on women's rights. That's the message from German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Speaking at a UN conference overnight, Merkel said that gender equality in the world should be a given, but more work needs to be done. She encouraged fellow leaders to work together to achieve equality, noting that the faster it happened, the better. Merkel was elected in 2005 as Germany's first female chancellor, and she's used her 15 years in office to champion women's rights. The 66-year-old has said she won't stand again at next year's national elections, with party colleagues now jostling to replace her on the ballot. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, what do you think there? A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of news, that's for sure. So how are you feeling about this whole thing now, hearing that the President of the United States and his wife are actually now infected with COVID-19? A lot of interesting stuff over the last little bit. Of course, that news broke last night, or this morning, however you want to take a look at it, 1.19 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as that actually did come about. So there you go. Let's talk about some of the other things going on. Amazon has revealed that 19,816 of its frontline U.S. employees, or 1.44% of its total workforce, has either tested positive or presumed positive for COVID-19. The data looked at 1.37 million employees from March 1st to September 19th. So what do you think there? A lot of information right away, of course, as we are having the discussion. But how do you look at the whole thing? I mean, seriously, there is a lot of stuff now that's going on. I mean, not that there wasn't a lot of stuff going on in the first place, but there's a lot more now discussions on what's going on with different organizations, companies, and so on. So how is this going to continue to go about? I think that that's going to be an interesting question as we do move forward here. So let's talk about some other things that are going on real quick. As of Thursday, the number of confirmed COVID cases in the U.S. sits about at 7,194,117. The death count is about 206,175, while 2,840,688 are reported to have recovered. 
from the virus. Based on these figures, the percentage of deaths based in the total cases is 2.87%. The percentage of deaths based on total population of the U.S. is an estimated uh, 331,000,000.4. That's total. So you're looking at a 0.0622%. And we only talk about the numbers for the sake of having numbers. It's not to say, oh, this is going on. Oh, this is not going on. It's going on. But... Just kind of give you the whole picture here. That way you don't have to go around running around and trying to figure out some of that information there. So it's for the purpose of understanding. And keep in mind, this is a conversation based on what has occurred as of yesterday. Of course, some things did change in the overnight as we already have had the conversation. Anyways, forecasters are monitoring an area disturbed weather over the Caribbean that may become the next named storm. The National Hurricane Center in Miami reported that a tropical wave over the West Central Caribbean Sea could become tropical depression during the weekend while moving slowly west, northwestern, or over the northwestern Caribbean Sea. Wow, a lot of west-northwest stuff there. That's for sure going on there. So as that is happening, let's continue. It is the system that develops into the tropical storm. It will be the 24th named storm of the 2020 Atlantic season, and it could be called Gamma. Because, you know, I want to think about that the next time I'm actually goofing around with my camera. Gamma. There you go. So a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. I keep on I keep on wondering, you know, we talk about it all the time. The 2020 aspect of the year has been so strange. And what are we going to be looking at come 2021? Everybody thinks that everything's going to go to the better. And I'm just wondering if that date flips over, if everything will change. Or all of a sudden, are we going to have December 32nd pop up on us? And I say that jokingly, of course. It's a lot of stuff to think about. What are you thinking as we are going through a lot of these interesting times at the moment? And a lot of different things definitely for sure going on. I mean, really, let's talk about it. As we look at this whole thing between storms, fires, COVID, lockdowns, Tropical storms. What is one to do? What is one to do? It's really a lot to talk about. That's for sure. I don't know. Today, I kind of feel like we might just need to ease a little bit. I'm not saying, you know, ease some of the stuff. Maybe we should just, maybe we should have just had a liquid lunch today. And maybe called it a day a little bit early today. I don't know. But a lot of interesting stuff goes on. And there's a lot of conversations for sure to be had. And I look at this and we go, okay, this is going on. How do you shift the mind? How do you change the mindset? Because here's the reality of the world you're living in. And let's use this for an instance. So let's say, for instance, we're all locked up in a room similar to how I am right now. And this is where I work from all the time. This is where I stay all the time. Let's say, for instance, that this place was attached to my house. How would that work? Because you're consistently doing the same thing and the world around you is changing. And I know that there are some people that are out and about working, but when you hear some of these things that are taking place, how do you look at it? I mean, there's a lot going on. I love how Jim's saying no argument for a liquid lunch for today. I mean, maybe we should do that. But I mean, there's so much to think about. Maybe we need to plan that, really do that one week, one week in particular that we let everybody know ahead of time there, Jim. But seriously, as we talk about this, how do you look at it? Are you stuck working virtually or are you able to go out onto a job site? 
And I don't know exactly what field you're in. I mean, we're assuming that the majority of the people that listen are safety people. That sounds so weird when you word it that way. But think about it. When we talk about these things, what are you able to do? Are you doing it from your home and looking at a, over an organization? Are you out in the field? Because there's so many different things. And conversations come about now because the moment that somebody has flu-like symptoms, then what happens? Especially with everything going on. It's a lot to think about. Short period of time with everything going on as well. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Firefighters in Florida made history for being the first for the being the first all-female crew. Rescue Lieutenant, I'm going to butcher some names here. Christine Krawowski, Fire Medic Kelsey Krawa, Fire Medic Julie Dudley, Lieutenant Monica Brazilla, and Driver Engineer Sandy Lewiski were scheduled as the crew for Palm Beach Garden Fire and Rescue in South Florida on September the 18th. Krawski told Fox News that two of the women were on overtime and the rest was just organically occurred. Well, how, what, how are the odds on that? That's fantastic. So the first all-woman crew of firefighters. In South Florida, there you go. A lot of stuff there. So glad. I'm so glad that we are starting to look at some of these things and really just putting the correct people in the job, opposed to it being they're a male, they're a female, and just doing it for what it's supposed to be based around. How good you are at doing X. So let's look at it that way. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Let's talk about some other stuff that is going on. A California woman protected her elderly neighbors at a senior apartment complex by taking down an intruder. Lorenza Marulo, 67, who also goes by Lady Ninja, left the suspect 59-old Donald Robert Presswood yelling in pain. Well, that's interesting to know. After she defended her friend and neighbor 81-year-old Elizabeth McCray. Yeah, I said McCray. According to the authorities, Marula weighed in just about 100 pounds, said that she didn't want to kill the suspect, but listed, listed in jail records as 5'10 and 170 pounds. So she switched positions and held him down until they arrived. You know, I have to tell you, I, I listen to a lot of stuff related to what's going on at old folks' homes, but this is an old folks' apartment complex. And that's interesting. I mean, I have a friend, an acquaintance, Michael Starr. He talks about what's going on at the old folks' home all the time. And boy, this makes it even a little bit more interesting of a twist. That's for sure. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Well, stocks index were up on Thursday, finishing positive for the second consecutive day. The NASDAQ led the way by soaring by 159 points. The Dow ticked up about 35 points, and the S&P 500 gained about 17. Exxon Mobil Corp. lost about 3.5% after signs point to a larger-than-expected third-quarter loss. Decreasing oil prices and plunging demand were cited as the oil industry comes to terms with shutdowns imposed in response of the virus. Bed Bath & Beyond reported earnings that crushed Analysts expectations in the stock moved more towards 25% higher during the session's growth. Online business was a primary driver. So good to see that some businesses are doing well. 
Now, my question becomes, we talk about stocks, but what are we going to start doing a lot of focusing on the people that are running the small business? How are we going to see how well they're doing? Because that's another concept and another conversation we have to talk about. What is going on with the small business world? A lot of them still been in lockdown. A lot of them have not been able to move forward. So we need to talk about these things. I know. A lot of strange stuff. A lot of strange stuff as we talk about it. We can't just be in lockdown and say, okay, cool. Don't worry about them for the time being. And I'm not saying, hey, let's package everybody out. That's for sure. But what I'm saying is that maybe there has to be a part of the conversation on how there's going to be a focus for the people that run small businesses. Yeah, the mom and pop shops. You know, I go down down the street here, hang out at Frankie's Bakery, and Frankie has some good food, but Frankie hasn't been able to open for a period of time because of everything going on. And nothing against the the main competitors, but I like Frankie's place. Frankie donates to, you know, to some of my children's funding needs. But if I go to the big shop, they can't do it. And I'm not saying, hey, I only want to go to Frankie's because he gives my kids money to help out some of the funding. But we have to think about this. These are people in our local communities. And I'm not anti-big company. Please understand that. By no means do I want anybody to think that. But we have to think about the small gal, the small guy that has their own independent shop. You know, they can't do transfers from store to store. Those people. They're as important to our society as the large companies are. But if they're staying locked down, they can't make it. You know, I look at it, and there's a lot of interesting things that come about. Because look at it this way. If you're in lockdown right now, and you're at a large company that has a lot of support staff, what happens to the support staff? Because most companies would let them go, especially if they're closing down their buildings for people to work remotely. I was listening to a news story yesterday that they're saying that people will probably work for another year remotely. So what happens? What happens? Like, think about the people that have the jobs where they're cleaning the office building. How does that work now? Because it's not where those jobs will come back if they get rid of the building, because they won't. So it's a lot to think about. And we can talk about skill sets and moving up and things to that extent. But right now, what industries are going to make it? That's the other question that comes about. And I know I'm only supposed to be talking about safety, but that's not what I do. Maybe you've noticed that by now, of course. But there's a lot of stuff to think about there. What can we do as we move forward? And how do we make sure that the smaller places are able to make it? Because it can't only be about the big name. And nothing against the big name. Think about that as we move on here today. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Oops. 
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Hundreds of earthquakes have hit near, let's see, an Imperial Valley in Southern California on Wednesday. Over a period of two and a half hours, a total of 45 quakes above 3.0 shook the desert town of Westmoreland. The U.S. Geological Survey reports that there were a total of 240 quakes altogether. I would almost be deadly afraid to be in California at the moment. Think about that. 240 earthquakes in a very, very short period of time. So how do you look at that? I mean, like, seriously, how do you move forward with that one? That's a lot of stuff going on. I get very concerned when you start hearing stuff like that. Anyways, let's continue. A group of parrots in a UK zoo have been removed after swearing at guests. Maybe they're doing a fair. Lincolnshire Wildlife Park said that five African gray um, parrots they received back in August were all quarantined together, leading to a room full of swearing birds. Oh, God, some people might be in trouble now. Assuming that the cursing would be subsided once it got into the public, the, wor- the birds were put out for guest view. According to CEO Steve Nichols, literally within 20 minutes of being introduced, they were told that they had sworn at customers. And for the next couple of people, all sorts of obscenities came out. I don't know why I think that that's so funny. While many other birds, dirty language is assuming. Oh, my God, I can't even speak. Zoo officials were concerned about children visit visitors. And let's see, what else? What else were they concerned with? And for the time being, the birds have been separated from public view. Well, a lot of stuff there for sure. That's the way they look at it. How are you? Hello from Vietnam. Welcome to the show. Crazy swearing birds. That's crazy. That's some fun stuff. Anyways, let's continue. A new study found that a long-term use of medication to treat acid reflux linked to about 24% increase of type 2 diabetes. The findings was published in the journal Gut state that the medication commonly known as called as proton pump inhibitors or PPI work as inhibiting certain stomach cells from pumping acid into the stomach. In doing so, the PPI have a major impact on the microbob which increases the risk type 2 of diabetes. The study authors suggest that the patients who have been receiving long-term PPI treatment screening from abnormal blood glucose and type 2 recommendations. So there you go. I would say definitely be on the lookout for that if you do tend to suffer quite a bit from acid reflux. That's, uh, that's for sure. So, wow, that, who knew? Who knew that for sure? I'm sure that'll be tested quite a few more times, and we'll definitely have some attorneys that will know for sure on exactly how that works. If you don't believe me, just be on the lookout. I'm telling you, that's exactly how these things happen. No ands, ifs, and buts about it. That is show, my friends. Let's continue. Krispy Kreme will be giving away free donuts to anyone wearing a costume at participating locations on October the 31st. While they, while this year, traditions this year, the chain will be throwing in another sweet proposition. And with this promotion, here's how it goes. Sweet or treat Saturdays. Between October the 10th and Halloween, customers who purchase a dozen of donuts can buy an additional dozen 
for $1. There you go. To give to the family, friends, or neighbors in the spirit of social distancing season. Krispy Kreme was also debuting a new sweet monster donut, including the Franken Monster Donut, the Drake Monster Donut, and the Wolf Monster Donut. So there you go. 18 grams of fat per per glazed donut. Who knows whatever hell the other things will have. That's for sure. A lot of interesting stuff. If you're interested in some treats, go ahead and go down to Krispy Kreme Donuts and knock yourself out. I'm sure it just has the same amount on there. I'm not even going to say that one. I might get in trouble. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So I have to tell you, we had this discussion about this new story, but it's making the cycles again, which I'm not 100% sure why. But let's talk about it for a moment. A treasure trove of Kobe Bryant memorabilia was found abandoned in a storage locker has been returned to NBA star's family. After the abandoned locker in the L.A. area was recently auctioned off, it was discovered that it contained everything from Kobe Bryant's shoes, jerseys, and even a mink coat from a photo shoot. In total, there was about 35 pairs of shoes and jerseys. Lakers practice gears, a Laker all-access badge, tax paperwork, and more. The buyer sold... The items to Storage War star Renee, uh, let's see, Nishoda, were about $13,000, who planned to sell them off to the open market. But Kobe's widow, Vanessa, felt that the items belonged to the Bryant family, so her reps reached out for uh, working out a deal. Renee says that now, let's see, everything has been worked out and that the number of personal items, worn items, and paperwork sold directly back to the Bryant family. And some of the items that were not worn by Kobe will still be sold for profit. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. So I guess really the the whole kit and caboodle here relates to that they decided to sell the stuff back and give the personal artifacts. That's how it looks. That's for sure. So that's interesting. I wonder if they got their $13,000 back. I'm just wondering. I'm curious. I'm curious. Not that it's all about money. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world real quick. Zac Efron will star in the remake of the Stephen King classic Firestarter. Oh, hold on. Firestarter. The story follows a young girl who develops psychodactic abilities that are introduced to secret government agency that wants to harness the powerful gift of us as a weapon. The first movie released back in 1984 starring Drew Barrymore grossed about $17 million domestically in the box office. So who knows what the hell is going to go on there? Be interesting to see. Dwayne, the rock Johnson has revealed the cast for young rock, his upcoming comedy series inspired by his life. Young Rock will chronicle Johnson's formative years with the rock set to appear on each episode. Bradley Constant will portray, will portray Johnson and 15-year-old Marco Polo star. You like the fool. Will play him from ages 18 to 20 when recruited by the football team in the University of Miami. And then Adrian Glocks. Plays Johnson at the age of 10. Johnson's parents will be played by Stacy Lalulu and Joseph Lee Anderson. Production is expected to start soon in Australia. Out of all places, that's interesting. So no touching about his career with the WWE, because that'll be interesting to see how that's going to go. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about what's going on inside of the world of news and entertainment. Car- Carl Baskin has been scratched. 
from Dancing with the Stars, but she's champing with a bit of return to TV. She has revealed that she is shop- the, a shopping show with Think Factory. Baskin says that the series seeks to expose animal cruelty and will be going on after animal abusers, bringing them to justice and then hopefully getting the animals into an accredited sanctuary so there you go carol baskin giving it to you some more on television if you're interested in finding out what's going on there let's talk a little bit more here on what's going on with some music news just in case if you're interested in finding out Taking it from the top, jennifer lopez will receive the people's icon award on november the 15th at the 2020 Ease People's Choice Award in recognition to her contribution of film, television, and fashion. She'll be honored in performance on stage and on the screen, including the 2020 Super Bowl halftime performance. So there you go. Some information there. Pearl Jam is among acts appearing at the Good Music to advert the collapse of American democracy, volume two. The album featuring 77 previously unreleased songs by David Bain, Postal Service, Mark Robinson, Big Boyle, Sleepy Brown, yeah, the Yayas, and many, many more is available today on Bandcamp. Proceeds go to VotingRights.lab. So there you go. A lot of information there. Sammy Hagar has announced plans for his annual birthday bash celebration. For more than two decades, he has been hosted this event at the Cabo Wabo Cantina in Mexico. This year, due to the pandemic, it will be held at the Catalina Island, California, and broadcast as part of a pay-per-view event. The celebration on October the 8th will feature his band Circle, plus surprise guest, and will air on the 17th. I wonder if Van Halen will be part of the surprise guest. Now, I'll tell you this, they're definitely not a sponsor of the show, but if you ever get the chance to go to the Cabo Wabo Cantina in Mexico, Holy crap, is that a good time? That is a good time for sure. And I will tell you, I love tequila. So that's probably part that I should probably mention there. And they have some of the best tequila there that I've had. Really love what they got going on. And they actually have Cabo Uno, which is probably one of the most exclusive bottles that you can actually get a hold of if you're interested in taking a look there. So something to think about. Yesterday we did talk about ACDC, so that's still making some of the rounds once again, so we'll kind of get out of there. Let's talk about this one. This one's going to be a little bit interesting. Running with the girls. Oh, some of the stories that you have to say for Friday. If you're ever lucky enough to exercise the close proximity to er, well, endowed woman, you may have heard them complain that they're having breast difficulties as they run. To determine that it's true, UK sports bra retailer Body, let's see, I'm going to mess up their name. Let's see, Body Do, Body Do. Put a prosthetic breast on a male runner while designed to reflect the weight and the average bust of the UK woman who is 36 double D. That's how is that average? That's average 36 double D. So they found four men wearing the realistic prosthetic silicone breast weighing one kilogram. The runners were asked to run the distance based around the fitness and running ability. Their times with the boobs were compared to with without the average time. The four men on average ran about 12% slower than wearing than wearing their knocker lockers. Comments where the test subjects included this impact the impact's pretty high by a low back feels like it's tender right now. I got a stitch early on. I don't normally st- I normally don't stretch. I don't even know what the hell that means. 
The weakness around the knees, I had to slow down. I don't feel comfortable going faster, and I don't and I don't want to injure myself. Anyone else? Interesting visual. I never realized a breast slow down woman, of course. Never women ever have to chase me, so that's probably something that I would not be aware of. But that's interesting, an interesting test. And that guy didn't want to run fast enough because he felt like he was losing his balance. You know, that's not something that I would actually think about. Just not something I would think about. And I know, very weird story, but I told you it was going to be weird as we started. A number of popular TikTok and Instagram influencers have been exposed for faking their luxurious lifestyles by renting Los Angeles studios designed to look like they're inside of a private jet. It turns out that there are are now full-blown studios designed to look like private jets in complete appropriate lighting several notable influencers have been using to deceive their fans. This week's a list of social media influencers who fake jet studios, including Kitty Chromie, who has 1.61 million Instagram followers or was circulating on Twitter after a bit of of digging. Users found that the place was located in Boyle Heights in Los Angeles and was available to rent to groups of nine people or more for about $64 an hour. I bet they can charge a little extra for carry-ons just in case if you don't believe me. But we talked about this, and this is the fun part, and this is what I always talk about. That life that you see that most people live on social media is bullshit. So I just want you to be aware of it because let's use this example of the private jet thing. $64 an hour to make their followers believe that they're on a private jet. Now I'm going to tell you, I don't mind people doing whatever the hell they want to do, but don't sell me a bill of goods. That's not true. I mean, realistically, what I want when I actually interact with people is, hey, this is what's going on. I don't want to fake it for you. What's the point on that? Then we lose our authenticity as we get to interact with each other. I mean, this is kind of a weird thing. I I think that people want to be so accepted on social media that they'll go out and do some very strange things. And what's the purpose? I mean, like, seriously, what always drives me crazy is when I go around and I start looking at people's feeds regardless of whatever the social media thing is. I have 7 million viewers on video. I am the most popular blank. Okay. I'm going to tell you, when I go out to a restaurant, I don't look at a review to determine if I'm going to go to the restaurant. I know people that do. And just because somebody else tells me that something's good does not necessarily mean that I'm going to watch it or listen to it or go to it. I want to make a decision for myself. And sometimes what I have discovered is not the most popular thing is the thing that I find that's one of the better things to listen to, watch, and so on. So if I have 1.16 billion followers, fantastic. But did I, I had to fake it to make it. And that all overall just seems like a pretty shitty proposition. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, so we already talked about the um, the good old parrots. This is kind of a funny story. Could not get that out of my head. And I cannot stop thinking about how offended some people probably are about the whole thing. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, Rated R Safety Show. You know how it goes. We talk about a lot of crazy stuff. Well, today's Friday, as you already are aware. 
And today we get to do the thing that we do every Friday. So let's not do it any different this Friday. We always talk about doing the 30 seconds on Friday in particular. And what do I mean when I say that? Well, what we do on Friday is most of the times once we get to this point, there's a lot of people that are full of anger or something's went wrong and they've held it up or it's pent up. And what I want to do is as we're having this discussion is I want you to take all that anger, all that weird stuff that happened out the week, and I want you to scream and I want you to shout and get it all out. Just make sure there's nobody else very close by because that just might get a little weird. But if you do this, you'll just get it out of your system. So what I'll do is I'll give you a countdown on your screen if you're actually taking a watch via video. If you're not watching via video and you're on via podcast or via radio station, I'll tell you when the countdown starts, and then I'll let you know when the countdown's over. So let's go ahead and count that up and get that started here in three, two, and one. And that brings the timer to an end, and hopefully you were able to get it out and get it all out and move around and all that kind of fun stuff. Because nobody wants to go into the weekend with all that bulls, boldness, that's for sure. You don't have to thank me, just to make sure you're not screaming with their whole bunch of other people around. They might think there's something wrong, that's for sure. I always tell people, be careful as you do that. So let's talk about some things going on today. Let's talk about, let's let's see, let's jump back for a moment. Let's get into some back of the normal news. And let's talk about what's going on inside of the swamp. As you already know, the news has broken throughout and throughout and more and more and more. President Trump and Melania Trump have tested positive for the coronavirus. The test came after the White House aide Hope Hicks was positive. Trump pronounced it on Twitter that he'd enter quarantine at the the White House while he was adding that we will get through this together. White House physician Sean Conley said in a statement late Thursday night that the president and the first lady are both well at this time. Worth noting, while the president, age 74, makes him especially susceptible excuse me, to the effects of COVID. The survival rate of his age is around 94, depending on who you ask. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff, as you know it. Anyways, the commission of the presidential debates say that they're going to implement new rules ahead of the next town hall-style Rumble featuring President Trump and Joe Biden. And yeah, we are going to call it a rumble after whatever the hell we just saw earlier in the week. Speculation includes the mechanism for shutting down off microphones and several limiting when candidates are allowed to speak. But wait, as you know, President Trump won't go along quietly. He tweeted on Wednesday, why would I allow the debate commission to challenge the rules for the second and third debates when I easily won last time? Keyword allow. This is what he said. Trump also suggested trying to get a new anchor and a smarter Democratic candidate. So there you go. So I know that a few weeks back, there was the whole circle stuff talking about when would potentially, if there would be a fourth debate where Joe Rogan would actually go about and doing it. And I thought that was a pretty interesting aspect. Now, recently, Joe Rogan has posted, I think it was on Instagram, and I could be wrong, so don't hold me to it, where he said that he would probably not be the correct candidate for it that joe or excuse me that 
John McCarthy would be. Now, if you're not familiar with that name off the top of your head, John McCarthy is one of the best well-known and respected MMA referees to ever have done it and explains exactly how a lot of those angles and things that are going on and how to control a fight. He does it extremely well. I think, you know, I think Rogan was joking as he said it, but I thought it was a great analogy because after the last debate, there was definitely some some room for improvement that was needed for sure. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for a $41 million jackpot or $32.5 million cash payout. No winner for for Wednesday's night's Powerball drawing either. Saturday night's drawing will be for $43 million jackpot or $34.5 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on. For sure, inside of the world of the lottery. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about what's going on. And let me give you some, well, let's give you the the whack facts, if I want to call it anything. Here you go. Sugar was first added to chewing gum back in, nine, in, excuse me, in 1869. Are you ready for this? By a dentist. Yep, I said that. The actual communication from Apollo 13, Houston, we've had a problem. Not that we have a problem. We've had a problem. There you go. A tiger can can cover 30 feet in a single stride. Singer Meatloaf is a vegetarian. There you go. Think about that one. Frog use their eyelids to push food down to their throat. Mm-hmm. Giant swallowtail caterpillars disguise themselves as bird poo to avoid predators. Yep. Unbelievable facts for sure there. Oh, here we go. You know, we're already inside of that time of the year here in the U.S. where everything has to have pumpkin spice inside of it. So let's talk about some of the list of weird things that have pumpkin spice that are out and about. (laughs) Here we go. Laundry detergent, hot dogs, chloroform, diapers, an IV, cigarettes, kale, suppositories, Embalming fluid, literally anything other than pumpkin pie and other baking goods containing actual pumpkin. New for this year? We already talked about it earlier last week. Craft dinner with pumpkin spice on it. What in the hell is going on, my friends? What is going on? More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Yeah, so as we continue talking about all things inside of the world here, let's talk about some stuff that we kind of talked about briefly yesterday. Instagram went down earlier this week in the U.S. and Europe market. Every time Instagram goes down, it makes you think that, wow, this was it. It used to be like it used to be back in the old days, you know, 2012. You know, we're not we're not very accustomed anymore to things going down like that, where we sit around and go, oh, crap, this system just went entirely down. When did that happen? When did that start happening? I mean, think about it. Let's continue. Lindsay Lohan recently offered advice to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on avoiding the paparazzi. Not to be outdone, Stevie Wonder gave the advice on how to drive on the right side of the road. Oh, God, that's terrible. Terrible. Who would say these things? You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So Singer Sting is 69 today. Nowadays, he belts out, don't stand so close to me. It's less to do with the coronavirus and more to do with him standing 
inside of an oxygen tube. There you go. SAT scores are at their lowest level in the last 40 years. On the bright side, these kids can always try a career as an NBA referee. Yeah, if you know what I'm talking about, don't be offended. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue down the path here. Just some other great information, some new albums being released today. Hello Black. All all love everything. Bon Jovi came out with Bon Jovi 2020 today. Corey Taylor came out with CMFT. I have no idea what that stands for. As long as it doesn't stand for what exactly WAP stands for, I think we'll be okay. Robert Plant, Digging Deep, Roger Waters, Us and Them, Devil Driver, Dealing with Demon's Eye, and Dolly Parton released a Holly Dolly Christmas. Holy crap, we're already in Christmas albums? We're, only, we're just barely in October. What the hell's happened? I don't know. Don't know. A lot of stuff there for sure. Let's talk about the world of sports. NFL has updated their plan to, for rescheduling the matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans on Thursday. After additional Titan players and staff tested positive for COVID-19, the postponed game will now take place later in the season. So there you go. That is what's going on. Let's talk about the top 10. Easy fall desserts, pumpkin spice mousse, brown sugar pecan pie, pumpkin spice cupcakes, and cream cheese frosting, three ingredients, chocolate mousse, pumpkin cheesecake, ginger and cream sandwich cookies, pecan maple leaves, soft apple spice cookies, ice cream cup, ice cream cupcakes, ice cream cupcakes, that's different, and then toffee crunch cake. That's a lot of weird stuff. Seems that way. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick about some other things going on. So as you're looking around and seeing all these things that are going on inside of the world now, how are you able to go out and do some different aspects? And I'm being serious as I ask this. I don't want this to come across as a joke. Are you looking at different things that are available that you can do remotely? And I'm talking about anything from class standpoint to doing different virtual events. Like how are you upping your learning on some different aspects? That's for sure. I mean, there's a whole different tons of coursework that people are putting together. But what are you looking at as part of the curriculum to make sense to what you have going on and moving forward? I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in the week, and they were referencing in particular that when you do coursework, there has to be some kind of certificate of completion, I guess, based on the coursework. And that's how a lot of people are saying that's what I deem important. But what do you want this coursework to look like? That's maybe another key question to the whole thing. It's not about having regurgitated info and, you know, theories and so on. But as you're looking at this, what are you doing? That's for sure. And what are you interested in learning? And what are you looking at currently that is seeming to be the best fit for what you're trying to move forward with? That's a lot of stuff to talk about. I see more and more courses coming available in online, but... I will tell you, me personally, I am not in love with the Zoom calls of the world. I just don't enjoy them. I don't think that there needs to be 50 people on a screen. And then the other thing that kind of makes me feel kind of odd is when people start doing screenshots to post. Like, I don't get it. I mean, I guess it's your own right to do whatever, but... You know how awkward it is because not you know if you have 50 people on the miniature screen there, not everybody's going to be on their best view. 
And some people don't like that stuff. And I, I'll tell you, honestly, I'm not one, I do not love when people do that. It kind of drives me a little bit of bonkers. That's for sure. So what are you looking for your training to be like? I mean, I'll tell you, I have looked at courses from anything from when people are interacting with others, which is kind of cool, to where people are actually doing a video feed, trying to present it to you as it's actually live and in real time, but it's a pre-record. What do you think works best for what you're doing? Is it the learning management systems? Is it a live event? Is it an interactive event? I don't know. I mean, I will tell you, I've been to different ones. I like the ones where I get to ask some questions, they respond back, and it's not a, a whole or day deal where I have to wait a long period of time to get my answer back. That's just me. So anyways, let me not harp too long on that. Just stuff to think about for sure. As I will reference to this, because we're talking about it at the moment, not tomorrow, Saturday, but a week from tomorrow, we will be actually conducting our own event here at Safety FM. We will actually be presenting Hop 101. What exactly is that? That is human and organizational performance, and we will be giving you the basics and the general information to get you started down the path. If you're interested in actually participating at the event, which is a virtual event and interactive, just in case, this will be the weekend edition, 9 a.m. Eastern time, starting on October the 10th week from tomorrow you're more than welcome on actually coming out hanging out with us and doing the event live and in living color that is at 9 a.m eastern time we will do the interaction i will be the host down the path as we have the conversation and we can go down that path if you're interested in doing so just go to safetyfm.io for more information recently just in case if you're not aware we have signed several new shows to the network Rebranding Safety with James McPherson, the interesting health and safety podcast with Colin Nottage. Let's try that. Nottage. And then we, yesterday, we announced officially, I mean, after I had announced it on the Jay Allen Show podcast or radio show, about the joining of Emily Elrod. And she has a show called Unapologetically Bold. And that will be joining the network. And you'll start starting to see the sequence of that coming across on the radio station as well as the podcast network. Now, with Emily in particular, we will start doing some live feeds as well. So you'll start seeing some similarities on some of that. And she does an interview style show, which will be a live feed on the radio station and also will be a live feed video video. So those options you'll have to be able to take a watch or listen to that particular show, radio video feed, or even via podcast. So however you want to take a listen to it. And we're just trying to bring you some different things, different concepts, different points of views that you can actually enjoy. If you want more information on what's going on here at Safety FM, you can go to safetyfm.io. I always think that those things are important as we do them because you never know where you might end up next. That's for sure. So what I would like to do right now, if you're cool with it, I would like to be cool with it as well. Let's do this. Let's take a let's take a gander on what I have going on over here because I'm always curious. Curious, curious, curious. <laughs> and I got, let's see, what's this? Nope, that's not it. That's not it. I am going to put <laughs> a lot of things here. A lot of things. Let's do this. I'm going to put this picture up. And I will take caller number five on the line, 866-930-SFM1. Free ticket to our event coming up on October the 10th. 
with some more torture just for you here rated r safety show this is me let's continue talking real quick on exactly some other things so what i'd like to tell you is before we get into the weekend standpoint we always talk about these amber alerts and reference them if you are interested in seeing what exactly happens after an amber alert you can go to this website known as missingkids.org this is about children that are being Exploited and trafficked, that's exactly what it normally boils down to for the most part. Now, there are resources that are available for you right there on the website. Tells you exactly what normally happens or what is going on with kids that are missing in your general area. If you get the opportunity, please go to missingkids.org for more information. That is readily available for you. Right now, they're unable to accept any people to actually assist with what they're trying to do, but they are able to accept financial donations. The reason why they can't accept people is because of the pandemic going on, as you're fully aware. So if you're able to actually help out financially, they would they would love to accept your donation. If you're unable to, there's data available and resources for information for you to help your area and potentially even help others to have a better understanding on what the organization is attempting to do. Also, right now, I always like to have the discussion, too, about if you're suffering from depression or suicidal thoughts. Phone number you can call somebody to talk to you if you need someone to talk to, 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. That is the National Prevention Life, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So there you go. You can give them a phone call and they can have a conversation with you. If you do not want to go to the phone and make a call, you can actually go on to their internet page and have a discussion with them via chat box you do that by going to suicidepreventionlifeline.org that is suicidepreventionlifeline.org they are available 24 hours a day seven days a week to have a conversation with you and they have all kinds of resources available to have the discussion so there you go think about that if you do run into any issues and something or someone that you need to talk to anyways let's talk about some of the birthdays that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so so here we go blake richardson pop singer tw- turns 21 today robert Firmino, soccer player turns 29 kelly ripa turns 50 i couldn't believe it Sting Rock Singer turned 69, as we already discussed. And George B. Girton, English developmental biologist, turns 87. So there you go. Let's talk about some of the days of the year that you could of the year that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. So here you go, taking it from the tops. Guardian Angels Day, International Day of Nonviolence. Kids Music Day, Manufacturing Day, National Fried Scallops Day, National Diversity Day, National Custodial Worker Day, National Denim Day, National Researchers Maniacs Food Day. Wow, that's interesting. 
And then National Name Your Car Day, World Smile Day, World No Alcohol Day. Good luck for a Friday on that one. World Day for Farmed Animals. And those are the days of the year that you can celebrate. If you want to know of anything special that happened on this day, back in 2001, Scrubs debuted on NBC. So there you go. A lot of information there. If you're looking for some nonsense for the day that you need to work with, here you go. It's Friday, so you need a joke. Here we go. It's Friday. Time to make some stories for Monday. If you need something to start off with your phone with a phone call, here you go. It's your it's your pet name for your car. And where did it come from? Remember, it's name your car day, so that works out well. If you need something to talk about while you're at the water cooler, let's go with this one. Question 96% of, of us admit to do this, even though we know it will hurt. What is it? Eat or drink something hot. And if you need a thought to actually think about over the weekend, here you go. If you continue to think the way that you're always thought, you'll continue to get what you always got. And believe me, there is a lot of truth behind that one. Anyways, you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. I will see you Monday. And love you, Safety FMers. We'll be back. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.